0: jo Adams Arish august podcast deperol Agamsa and sharkin shark firma jardo for frances bas august uh povolumbo poeira Akar hord to denny a car cool brown arin denny a well a frances august uh karja Frances, Tom, which queer, queer, Well, folks, this is a slightly different uh, podcast this week. My sister Frances died, and uh, before she died, she asked me to say a few words at her funeral, and I want to thank all of the people who were in touch with the family, with Frances's own family and her wider family and her friends, to express condolences and and solidarity. We are really, really appreciative of the commiserations and the sympathy that was shown to us all. So anyway, uh, our mother had 13 children. Three died shortly after they were born. They were our Sean's twin, Brandon, and Seamus and David, the other twins. 60 years later, our brother Liam died in February 9, 2019. On the day of his funeral, Big Eamon, our aunt's husband, also died. And now we bury our wee sister, Frances. Death is part of the story of life. They say our scale. Sibling grief is a very special grief and brothers and sisters usually know each other for the whole of their lives. So during these sad days, Margaret and Paddy and Anne, and Sean and Murrah and Dirdrie and Dominic and me, are reflecting, no doubt, on our own ways, on childhood memories and all the good times and bad times of lives bound up together. So too with brothers-in-laws and sisters-in-laws and princesses' friends. Everyone will have their special memories of her. It's also a time when our generation ponders the reality of our own mortality. But this isn't just about our generation. It's especially about Frances' own wee family. It's about Patrick and Kieran, Liam, Sinead, Murrah, and their spouses and children. It's about Frances, their mammy, and mammo. Frances had a hard life. Let there be no doubt about that. Some girls and other young people have injustice heaped upon them in their formative years. It's to their great credit that many of them grow, like Francis, to survive, and become strong, loving, caring, independent women. When the British Army brought our war to Bellymurphy, our house in Devismore Park, opposite the military base at Henry Taggart, was a particular target for them. Following the internment swoops on it, the time of the Bellymurphy massacre, we, Maureen McGuinness and Clett, helped our mother to evacuate the younger children from our home. Frances was among them. She was 16, as they fled, the British paratroopers opened fire. When asked what she did, Princess would smile and say, I ran as fast as I could. Our family never returned to 11 Divismore Park again. The paris took over the house and wrecked it. This was Princess's introduction to decades of war, of house raids and arrests, prison visits, protests in support of the prisoners, and political campaigning. She marched and demonstrated for a lifetime with the rest of the risen women of Ballymurphy and Belfast. But she also found love. She and young Patrick Milbena were married on November 11 1972. She was widowed less than a year later. Patrick was an active IRA volunteer. Along with another freedom fighter, the legendary IRA warrior Jim Bryson, Patrick was killed when they were ambushed by Brits burying them from a conceited position on August 31, 1973, in the Murph. Frances was pregnant. She gave birth to Patrick's son, Patrick, on what would have been their first wedding anniversary. As a young widow, a single parent with a baby son, Frances faced up to all the challenges life threw at her with fortitude and courage. I'm sure she wasn't always in a good place, but she persisted and she prevailed. And she found love again with another IRA volunteer, Billy McAllister. From that union came Ciaran, Liam, Sinead, and Murrah. Patrick was now outnumbered by McAllisters, but they all thrived together. Later, Billy and she separated, but they remained good friends. Billy used to bring Francis her dinner, she loved his cabbage. Billy died in March 2019. Eventually through all the hard years of the conflict, a few house shifts and the ongoing arrival of grandchildren, Frances moved into 34 Spring Hill Avenue. She always described it as her favourite home. Her children, adults now, have nothing but praise for her. I think all of us probably think our mummy is the best mummy we ever had. But Patrick, Ciaran, Liam, Sinead, and Mora are certain about theirs. As long as you knew how far you could go. They all agree that she couldn't be crossed. She went too far. The reprimand was accompanied with a stern reminder. I'm your mummy, and don't you forget it. She spoke her mind and tried to keep them on the straight and narrow. For this wee woman and she was tiny, four foot and eight inches of her. If she was a good mommy, she was a super duper granny. It was as if she wanted to ensure that whatever she lost out in her youth, her grandchildren would be cherished and nourished so that they might reach their full potential, whatever that might be. She told her daughters that their aunts, her aunts, the generation before us, were the really strong woman. She drummed into them that they were the best role models. And I'm glad that my favorite aunts, Sheila and Brenda, are still with us, and old Paddy and Mrs Mulvenna. Francis was a quiet Republican. She told her children she wanted to see a United Ireland. When she was in hospital, she said she wanted to go to the Conway Mill Republican Museum when she got out and the new one in the Ratties when it was finished. She suffered from ill health for years, but she always said everything was okay. Even when it wasn't. She believed in prayer and Jesus and his mother. She told me she didn't want to die. Did she have a premonition that she would not grow to be too old? Who knows? She insisted on Patrick bringing her to Milltown Cemetery in March, pick a grave, and she went to the credit union to pay for it. She was very fussy about her last resting place and rejected the overtures of the man from Milltown a few times before picking her spot. I don't want to be looking at the motorway, she told him. I want to see the mountain and the Republican plot. Afterwards, she told Patrick she was silly. The headstone would block her view, she said. She also sorted out her funeral arrangements with Heaney's. When Patrick queried all of this, she dismissed his concerns. Everything was okay, she told him. Each of her clan will remember her many acts of kindness and giving. All her children benefited from her love. But for me, her presence at Murrah and Megal's wedding just a few short weeks ago when she discharged herself from hospital in pain and under pressure, was an act of unconditional maternal love and a poor desire for her whole family to have a good and joyful day out together. She wanted everyone to have a happy memory. Patrick and Brie Kieran and Mary, Liam, Sinead and Manuel, Murrah and Megal, all of her own little childless. Mother was right to bring her wedding forward. Her mommy wanted her family to be happy. All of us. I always told Frances that she is my favorite sister. She knew I tell all my sisters that. But she knew I was telling her the truth. I tell all my other sisters that as well. She was a loyal friend to Clette, and she had a special bond from childhood with our brother, Liam. But now she is gone, or and Aranya So I want to talk directly to Francis's grandchildren and great grandchildren. To Powrik, Clayna, Garbla, Marching, Shana Kevin, Orla, Kira, Ciernan Megan, Corey, Liam, Caitlin, Michal, Gerry Og, Keela, Kaelin, Oysheen, Barra, Connor, Olivia, and Maeve, and her three great-grandchildren, Breya, Zara, and Selena. I want to ask the older ones who knew their granny better than anyone else to tell your stories of her to the younger ones. The wee ones missed the life you shared with Frances. Tell them about her. To Aiknya and why Ogubse there were Wamo, New Kebnib Egnadini Yoga are he? Kahishevsha Abe Kanchwi yo, Kahishevsha Niskeelti Ara, Augustna Yanagi yarmad. Ta Wurseil Nis Faran you, Marhred Francis or Wurse son. Fushin were Abwar Agar Feistinis Asta, August Dini Ella. <laughs> Young women in our family and the girls should know especially that the rights that they enjoy today your entitlements came about because many many working-class women like Frances fought for you even before you were born by taking a stand in their own homes on the streets in the prisons and the churches as the song says or should say my daughters had daughters as brave as were their mothers, and my fourth green field will bloom once again, said she. All these extraordinary, ordinary we women standing up for us all and for your future.
1: Yes Aku Augus Nicanor
0: More E Frances no a, a Manra Ella, your hob she si no sheed Ordi the Gura Akfi Is Aka Augus Aku. Agus aku the day of Francis' funeral was one of her big deaths. I can see her smile at me saying that it's the day that we say Slam. And even though we did not want her to die, we give thanks that she passed quickly, eased by the wonderful nurses and carers and medical workers. So let's set aside the angry times, the sad times, the hard times. Let's remember the good times, the funny times. We think of our lovely princess. let's give thanks for her life. Guru, my august sister. All of us are privileged to have loved you and to be loved by you. Slán, Francesco.
1: all the day near tall towers where falcons build their nests silver-winged they fly they know the call of freedom in their breasts saw blackhead against the sky where twisted rocks they run sea living on your western shore saw summer sunsets asked for more I stood by your Atlantic sea and I sang a song for Ireland drinking all the day in old pubs where fiddlers love to play Saw one touch the bow He played a reel which seemed so grand and gay Stud on Dingle Beach and cast In wild foam, we found Atlantic Bass living on your western shore. Saw summer sunsets, asked for more. I stood by your Atlantic Sea and sang a song for Ireland. With true friends who try to make you stay Telling jokes and the news Singing songs to while the time away Watch the Galway salmon run Like silver dancing, darting in the sun living on your western shore, saw summer sunsets, asked for more. I stood by your Atlantic sea, and I sang a song for Ireland. Dreaming in the night, I saw a land where Waking in your dawn, I saw you crying in the morning light. Sleeping where the falcons fly, they twist and turn all in your air blue sky. Living on your western shore, the summer sunsets I asked for more. I stood by your Atlantic sea and I sang a song for Ireland.